All right, let's go to Proverbs tonight. Proverbs uh, 25, and then in Proverbs 16, I'm going to read a verse. Proverbs 25, 28. This is a very important verse that we ought to really keep close in our memory and our mind. It ought to be something we ought to think about often. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Man, that's a that's really a sobering verse, ain't it? Yes, sir. You don't control your own spirit. Yeah. Who rules your spirit? Well, it's supposed to be you. And if you don't, you know what you're like? You're like a, a, a city with no walls and no everything open. You're wide open is what it means to the devil, to anybody that wants to mess with your mind. Any spirit, you're just wide open. There's another verse, Proverbs 16, verse 32. He that is slow to anger is better than he... Or better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit better uh, than he that taketh a city. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. So it's a big job ruling your spirit. I mean, it's uh, it's a bigger job than taking a city. That's why we fail so much at it. That's why we are so lazy about it and careless. And unmotivated about it. Because it's hard. It takes some doing to control yourself. To control not only what you say, but what you think. To control your moods and your, and your spirit about you. Your, your mouth, you know. It's hard to control all that stuff, isn't it? We need to go back to these basic things in this matter, the spiritual warfare in which we're involved if we're a child of God. If you're, if you don't understand none of this, you better really check yourself whether you're saved or not. If you're saved, you're in a battle. I mean, and you know it right away. And if you don't have any trouble and you don't have any struggle and you don't accept with yourself and, you know, if you live in self-pity and self, defeat and discouragement and all of that and then uh, you're you're right where the devil wants you and but if you don't realize what's causing all of that then you know what can be done for you well listen tonight and maybe you'll get some help thing about it is that the devil can keep us blinded into the reality of spiritual beings and their influence over our thoughts. We'll never overcome the world and the sin that does so easily beset us. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. The promises are all to the overcomers. And how are you going to overcome the world? What is in the world? Yeah, all y'all know. It all go. Your mind automatically goes to that verse, other verses. Uh, the God of this world, little G, the devil. I mean, we're in the world. If we love the world, the love of the Father's not in us. If you're a friend of the world, you're an enemy of God. That world, that's where we're at. And that's what influences us so much in our thinking. And if we don't realize what is going on, then it, we're a hopeless case. If we fail 
to engage the enemy in this matter will eventually be destroyed by him. He is uh, he goeth about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And it don't matter if you're male or female, or how old you are, or nothing else. Doesn't matter how educated you are, how uneducated you are. He'll take you, if he can. And he certainly can, if you won't resist him. That's right, yes sir. To have the necessary knowledge in all of this matter is not sufficient. Just because you know. I mean, I've been watching since we started this almost three years ago. And just because you know don't mean a thing. You know it, but it doesn't affect your life. You know, I don't see very many people, even they're here, getting a hold of this thing and changing the way they go about their life yes. and interact with other people. The devil still just got them wrapped around his finger. Just yo-yoing with them and they don't never I mean they know this stuff but why don't you resist him why don't you do something about it when he's got you like that so to know have knowledge in this matter I know it's evil spirits and I know it's the influence of the devil and I know all that it doesn't do you any good unless we actively apply that knowledge to our daily lives and by moment by moment. Yeah. That's right. And or we're always ending up in the devil's snare, repeating the same mistakes and actually helping the devil to accomplish his plan in our life and in the lives of those around us. Wouldn't it be something if you find out one day the devil used you to destroy your children? No. Somebody else, a friend, some brother or sister? Maybe somebody you didn't even know that saw you and knew about you. And I don't want to end up like that. We can know a lot about what's influencing our spirit and the spirits of others by moods. Yes. That's <laughs> I'm in a bad mood. Well, the devil's got a hold of you. That's all that's wrong with you. There's no excuse for a bad mood. I feel bad. Well, so what? Get a hold of yourself. Why? 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 Because you feel bad. Is that an excuse to walk after the flesh? Why? It ain't no excuse. I feel bad a lot of times too, but that don't give me no excuse to be mean to everybody and hateful. No, that's right. And a, and a grouch and just spoil atmosphere everywhere I go because I don't feel good. No, it's the devil got a hold of you. Moods are a spiritual thing. And it's of the darkness, not of the light. I'm in a good mood. Oh yeah, why? Why are you in such a good mood? What is it that's making you feel good? Well, if it ain't God, if you ain't rejoicing in God, if that ain't what's going on in your spirit and soul, then you're in a good mood because you got lots of money all of a sudden. You're in a good mood because you got some new toy to play with? Well, hang on. You won't be in a good mood long. That's for sure. We can know a lot about what's influencing our spirit and, and the spirits of those around us by their attitudes, by our attitudes and opinions. If there's charity, which if there's not charity, well, you got 
Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing else counts. And if we got a critical, hateful, judgmental, condemning attitude toward everybody or anybody, anybody, is that is that from God? Is that the spirit of God, or is that a spirit of a devil? Check one, because one of them is one of them. <laughs> so, and and these are the things that tell us what's going on in our spirit. Those are the outward manifestations of what's going on in our spirit. And he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down without walls. He that ruleth his, his spirit is better than he that taketh the city. And if we have no rule over our spirit, then our moods change according to whatever's going on around us. So if you're moody, it means you got no rule over your own spirit. And that's not good. No. The Bible doesn't commend that. It condemns that. It says that's bad. You're open to the devil. And it's going to get worse when you're open to the devil. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit with a little s of man, which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit with a capital S of God. So man, that's First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11. So man is a spiritual being. And that's how we know what's going on in other people's minds and hearts is it's, it's spirit. I mean, I know because my spirit experiences the same things. Y'all with me? It's not a mystery how everybody acts. You know, oh, what's wrong with them? Well, I do. Sure do. Bible tells me so. Right here. This is plain enough right here. These two verses to tell us what's going on. You got your face all drawn up. You lose interest in all anything spiritual. You sour on the things of God and sour at church and blanked out, you know, that dark face and no interest whatsoever. Well, I know exactly what's wrong with you. And it's not just because you had a bad day. No, it's, it's more than that. The devil's got you. He's got a hold on you. He's establishing a stronghold in you and you better wake up. These things can be changed and altered and put away and replaced by your will. You don't have to be in a bad mood. You can change your mood. So I can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> but so I can't help it really gets me. You know. Do you how you put up with that in your kids? They say, Well, I can't help it. Yeah, yeah. Well let me show you how you can help it. Let me give you a little encouragement on let's just see if you can help it or not. I can do all things. Through Christ, which strengtheneth me, even when it comes to the devil, I can resist the devil and he will flee from me. The Bible tells me that. Not of my own power, but by Christ. Through Christ. The Spirit of God, it said in that verse. The, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now, if the Spirit of God dwells in us, then we can know. You know? 
uh, I'm thinking of a verse here. It's the verse following that says, I have not seen, ear not heard, neither entered in the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love Him, but they, but, they've been, but they are revealed to us by the Spirit. I'm not quoting it exactly right. But that's what it says. Yeah. So we can know. Now, will, what did we say last week the will was? Here it is. It's the faculty, that faculty of the mind by which we determine either to do or forbear an action. It's what we decide. It's the faculty of our mind that we, by which we say, yes, okay, I'll do it. Or no, I won't do it. You can will to change these things that are, uh, that are the result of the influence of evil spirits on your soul. Mood. Mood. Why would you be in a bad mood? Did you ever think about it? Did you ever just sit and meditate like Gary talked about Sunday on why you're in a bad mood? Well, it's always selfish. Always. It's always self-centered. That's the reason we're in a bad mood. Somebody did me wrong. I'm aggravated with everybody or any or somebody, some certain person. I'm sick and tired of putting up with this, blah, blah, blah. And having trouble because of them or the, that, that person. That's why you're in a bad mood. Or you're just mad because you got a headache or because you don't feel good or because you can't, didn't, didn't get something you wanted or can't go somewhere you wanted to go. What do kids do? What do teenagers do? What do husbands and wives do? Well, they get in a bad mood. And then, and they just try to darken everything around them because they're mad or they're in a bad mood. They're discouraged, disgusted, let down, disappointed. So they're in a bad mood. And the devil's on their shoulder saying, yeah, you, everybody's treating you wrong and it's not right. And you, poor little you, and you're just sitting there, yeah, I know. That's a, it's me. I'm. Uh, it's poor little me. And you get a hold of yourself and realize what's going on. You either allow yourself to be subject to the spirits or you can rule them in your mind and soul. It's your mind. It's your soul. It's your body. You can decide. You got a will. You can decide yes or no against evil or good. That's the battle. That's the the battle has been going on since Satan rose up against God in heaven. Still going on. All it's going on now in the hearts and minds of people, all of us sitting here. And we're trying our best to make it plain what is really going on and what to do about it. Who's responsible? Is somebody else going to save you? No. It's up to you. It's up to me. It's my soul. It's my spirit. It's my body. It's my mind. It's me who has to do something about it. I can't just lay back and expect God to do everything for me. Think for me and everything else. God won't do that. God made us separate from Him in His own image, in His his own likeness. And gave us the freedom to choose. And that's where, that's where we're weak, see, in this world where we live in. The, the enticement, the encouragement, the pull to choose evil 
is all around us. It's all we see. It's all we see in other people. The examples that we see. The advertisements we see. Everything that's put before us in this world is enticing us, encouraging us to choose the wrong way. And we have to (laughs) walk in truth. And resist the devil. That's what is going on in this age, this dispensation. This is the way it is. And if you're saved, you're a part of it, whether you want to be or not, whether you like it or not. You can refuse them access to your heart, to your mind, and to your own spirit if you, W-I-L-L, if you will. If you'll just make up your mind and say, I, you're, get thee behind me, Satan. Yes. Out of here. Get thee hence. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Does the Bible say that? Yes. Did you ever try it? Yes. <laughs> Does it work? then why won't we do it? Except it's once in a great while when things really get desperate. Evil spirits in the spiritual realm, they're like bullies in the physical realm. They threaten you. They intimidate you. And they put fear in your heart. Do you ever wonder why little children wake up with nightmares dreaming about things they've never seen or heard of? Do you ever wonder about that? Where that comes from? What about your own dreams? You know, people talk about their dreams all the time. Well, last night I dreamed, and usually it's a bunch of nonsense. (laughs) But the devil can work you over in dreams. And and we just need to realize that. I don't tear there, but I'm just telling you, troubles in your life and things like that. I mean, like we were talking about... uh, soldiers last week and and you know like Raymond being here Raymond still has nightmares you know and you can't just dismiss that as oh you know he just need to get over it no no you just don't understand you don't understand how how the, a dream can be so real that it just takes you right back to that trauma of your soul and unbearable un speakable things and it so affects you because even though you know it's a dream you just can't shake it it's just it just brings it all back up on you and the devil can do that god don't do that don't believe for a minute that god does that to you so you see how vulnerable we are how bad we need god How bad we need to lean on the Spirit of God and the Word of God and how we have to know and how we have to know how to walk with God because of all of these things. These evil spirits threaten us. They intimidate us. They put fear in our heart. They mock us. They laugh. They insult us for who you are and what you are. You ever get to feeling sorry for yourself? Because you're not as pretty as... That's what he tells girls. Yeah. Boys don't worry about that too much. I, I just, I don't guess. Maybe some of them do, but I never did. I just, if you don't like me, look the other way. <laughs> That's the way I always felt about him. 
Wasn't there? No, but it's a big thing with girls. <laughs> you know, they like being told they're pretty, but the devil will tell them they're ugly, and they'll believe him. And it really bothers them. Do you need? How long? Is, you got to realize that that is the devil telling you that in your mind when you look in the mirror and say, "Oh, I just don't like me." The devil's talking to you. God made you like you are. He meant for you to be just like you are. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to think of this little saying I heard the other day. It was right on the right on the money. There's an old saying that says, pretty is as pretty does. It was kind of like that. It wasn't that exactly, though. There's more to being pretty than just having a pretty face. So don't listen to the devil. I mean, I'm just trying to get across to you the, the, what the devil does. These, how the spirits try to work in you if you don't recognize who is doing this. Where do those thoughts come from? When you look in the mirror and say, I'm ugly. I've heard girls say that, you know. I'm just ugly. Well, where did that come from? Where did that come from? I'll bet your mama didn't tell you you're ugly. I'll bet your daddy didn't say you're ugly. No, no, no. Where'd you get it? You need to think about that. Who would do that to you? Somebody who doesn't like you. Somebody who hates you. Somebody who would like to destroy you. That's who would say things like that to you. They lie about everything. And they try to trick you into believing something about yourself or others that will change your opinion and incite some kind of foolish action by you like speaking evil of them or falsely accusing them. All right, where's, them, where's those thoughts coming from? You better wake up and realize who's messing with you. Who's talking to you in your ear. It ain't God. It ain't God. It ain't the Holy Spirit of God that'll try to get you to have contempt for somebody else. Think evil of somebody else. Be critical of somebody else. It ain't God who will make you think those thoughts. Have that feeling, that opinion, that spirit. It's not God that will do that. So if it's not God, who is it? Who is it? Do you all know? Talk to me. Who is it? It's the devil. They try to trick you into making a fool of yourself. They'll tell you those lies in your mind and lead you into speaking or acting on the lies and then they'll, they'll reveal the lie in front of other people and make you look like a fool and wicked. That's why the devil do you. He'll call you out on a limb and then saw the limb off with you on it. Don't be a fool. Don't fall into his trap. Don't let him do that to you. Don't listen to him. Evil spirits in the spiritual realm, they're like seducers and deceivers in the, in the physical realm. They do the same thing as they do. They'll flatter you and, and pump up your pride. 
He that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. Don't you get nervous when somebody starts flattering you? <laughs> you better. If you don't, you better learn to. Do you like that flattery? Oh, tell me some more. Tell me how pretty I am, how smart I am. <laughs> Do you know what's going on? It's a fact that is stated in the Bible. Anybody that does that is they're spreading a net for your feet. They got something up their sleeve. They got a plan. They got a motive besides that they're softening you up for the kill. They'll entice you with forbidden pleasures or rewards while assuring you that there will be no consequences. Now we're talking about spirits that speak to you in your mind. You understand? They'll flatter you in your mind. When you go looking in the mirror and you say, that ain't so bad. <laughs> you know where that's coming from. Where's that coming from? Same place you're ugly is coming from. Yeah, it ain't coming from the Spirit of God. And it's not, it, it's coming from your pride that the devil is just really fanning on and pumping up. They'll entice you to forbidden pleasures or rewards while assuring you that there'll be no consequences. Who, who is it that's working your mind when you're, when you're, when you're, uh, trying to figure out how to do something that you know is wrong, but you're trying to figure out how it could be right for you. Then you know that you shouldn't do it because this might happen or that might happen. And you hear this voice in your mind saying, no, it'll never happen. It won't happen. It'll be okay. You can get away with it. Nobody will ever know. Where's that voice coming from? God said, be sure your sin will find you out. God said, we're going to give account of every idle word that we speak. He said that what's been done in secret is going to be shouted from the housetops. There are not going to be any secrets. He's going to reveal the secrets of the hearts. I mean, everything's going to be brought out into the light. So, ain't nothing going to be hidden. So any little voice in your mind that tries to convince you that you can do this and get away with it. It's the devil. They'll lead you into situations where escape will be nearly impossible. And where the temptation to evil will be so well prepared and furnished that you're like a fly in a spider's web. See, that's what the devil is working toward, is getting you cornered. And getting you into a spot from which there is no escape. That's what he's trying to do. Now if it was some person after us trying to do that to us, we would wake up and we would, we would uh, resist. We would avoid things that, you know, we would avoid places where we know they might be. I mean, if you went to St. Louis, you wouldn't go up north St. Louis tonight in the dark by yourself, wandering around. In certain parts of town. Why not? Well, because you know that it's dangerous. So why do we go messing around in places where we know that evil has a 
can just reach out and grab us? Why do we flirt with things and toy with things and walk real close to the edge of things that can just snap us like that? Because we think we're smarter than the devil. We think we're smarter than God who tells us not to. Come out from among, be ye separate. I mean, stay away from the world. Get away from it. Don't be messing around so close to it and where all their evil is at. Y'all understand what I'm talking about? How can people listen to rock music, country music, all this other kinds of music? That What is the world's music? All of it, pretty much. What's it about? Popular music. Well, it's about sin, generally. Adultery, drinking, murder now, violence, hatred for God. They're singing about that. Why would you tap your foot to it? Why would you listen to it? It's amazing to me how familiar everybody is with the world's music. I checked out a long time ago. Now, if you talk about music back in the 70s and before that, yeah, I know all of it. But from that point on, I don't know the world's music. I do not know. I just, I've stayed away from it. And, you know, if I had to win a contest on naming that tune from 1980 on, I couldn't do it at all. I couldn't. I mean, I don't know any of it. But everybody else does. I, I don't understand. How is it that everybody that sits in church and listens to preaching like this also knows all the lyrics and all the the stars and all of the singers and... What in the world are you doing? Why do you need to know that stuff? It's going to hinder you at the very least. And it's very likely to destroy you or somebody around you. Because you're so open to all of that. You don't think so? Well... Wait, just wait till the crop comes in. Time is true's best friend. All we gotta do is just sit and wait. Not long either. And you can see what happens. I'm telling you the truth tonight. In order to rule our own spirit, we must have our spiritual eyes opened. We cannot live in a carnal mindset and views of life here on earth like the masses of the spiritually blind people do. Carnal mind is enmity with God. Can't This can't be. Can't live like that. You don't even know what's going on. I'm talking about all of this, but the and, and most of the people that sit in churches don't even have a clue either. But the people that are lost certainly do not. They don't know what this is all about. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They're blind. They have no spiritual understanding at all. But we should. We can't live like they do. In blindness and ignorance and carelessness about this. They do. But you can't. If you're a child of God, you can't. That's right. Yes, sir. 
We must realize that the spiritual world controls the physical world. That's what's deceiving about it all. Is, you know, we don't see the reality of the eternal things and the spiritual realm. We live in this physical realm and we look at it as reality and everybody thinks this is reality, but this is going to pass away. And it's temporal, temporary. It's, and it's going to be gone soon. And then what's going to remain? What I'm talking about here tonight. That we're ignoring. That we're pretending doesn't exist. We're, we're not engaging with it at all. We're just running along after the flesh in the physical world, hoping for the best, taking our chances. Can't do that. We might, we got to realize that the spiritual world controls the physical world. He's the God of this world. The devil is the little G God of this world. He runs things here in this world system. God is sovereign, but the devil... I mean, you've got to take everything the Bible says, not just one side or the other. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, but they shall proceed no farther. I mean, there is a line, God's sovereign and God's in control, and they can only go so far before God judges and stops it. But God don't intervene in every little thing that happens on this earth. Obviously. All the evil, all the good that we see in this world has behind it spiritual powers that are working all the time to move things and move people. You need to get in the habit of looking at things that way because that is the truth. When Jesus was on this earth, that's exactly the way he looked at it because that's the way he dealt with every situation that he came upon. It was a spiritual matter. And the problem, the physical problem was caused by a spiritual interference, influence, intervention. And he intervened, being God. He intervened spiritually. And solved the problem. Healed the lame and the blind and the sick and the... Didn't he? Yes, sir. But we think everything's physical. And we think we can fix every problem physically. We live in that realm and that's the way everybody believes. They think there's a pill, there's an herb, there's something that'll fix every little thing. Or we can go to the doctors and they can do it with their medicine and their surgeries and their what well, all the things they got. We think every psychological problem, every mental problem, we think it is all physical. Because your mind just your mind ain't nothing but a brain in your head there. And your thoughts are nothing but chemical reactions. And so you just put the right chemicals in, you get the right thoughts. Isn't that how they're dealing with all the discipline problems and the kids and everything now that are so messed up? What do they do to them? Drug them! First thing they want to do, drug them! Because that's how they want to control their mind with drugs. It's all physical. 
you know. <laughs> but it's not. You know why that any uh, a boy would think that he's a girl? Why would a boy think he's really a girl in a boy's body? Or why would a girl think she's a boy in a girl's body? Is that a physical problem? It's a spiritual and a mental problem. It's a mental problem because it's a spiritual problem. Their mind got perverted and messed up by spirits that they listened to. Maybe through another person. Generally, that's the way it works. So anyway, understand that. Ephesians chapter, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. How many times do we need to read that? This is not what we wrestle against. Do we wrestle against our own flesh and our own blood? That's not what the Bible says. My struggle is not with me. My struggle is with the devil. With but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Not somebody else's, not our own, not everybody in one, all together. No! What is the problem? The devil. And the powers and the principalities that are all under his control. That's the problem. Second uh, Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. Here we go again. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I've read that verse so many times you ought to have it by memory now. I do. God is a spirit and flesh and blood cannot communicate or know God except by the spirit. John 4, 24. God is a spirit and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. It's why that, you know... Oh, that's not worshiping God. Unless your spirit is actually worshiping God. Yes, sir. I see them doing that at rock concerts. Mm -hmm. I've seen two-year-old kids do that while Elvis is singing. Mm -hmm. Is that worship? It looks exactly like what they're doing. What's behind that? Mm -hmm. to be born of the Spirit is to be quickened or made alive and aware of this spiritual realm and to begin to live in the knowledge of it. To begin to live in the knowledge of it. A new creature. Any man being Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away, all things become new. It's a new life, a new walk, a new mind, a new way for us. To walk after the Spirit is to regard its existence and the fact that it is what moves everything around us in this physical world. 
walking after the Spirit of God. Then we're told in First John chapter four verse one, "Beloved, believe not every spirit, little less, but try the spirits, little less, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. <clears throat> we're not to believe every spirit that speaks to us. They can be very convincing, and they may imitate their or initiate <coughs> their contact with us by speaking some truth. Mm-hmm. Hope you all listening. We're about done here. But that voice in your head that you hear may speak some truth. That that's the devil's hook. That's how he gets you to start listening. He's not afraid to bait you with a little truth and then lie to you. Twister is what he did with Eve in the garden. It's what he's done ever since. He never changes about that. If we form the habit of being aware that there's a spiritual world operating around us and we question everything that alters our moods, our opinions, and our attitudes, we'll be able to stop a lot of the trouble before it gets its foot in the door. Y'all listening to me? Very important right there. If you'll just live in the awareness of this fact that we're talking about tonight... When you feel yourself, can you tell when you're fixing to get in a bad mood? You feel it coming on? (laughs) Well, right there's when you ought to catch it. And, And what do you do? Well, you resist the devil. You recognize what's going on. He's messing with your mind. He's messing with your mood. Making you feel... Angry. If you're in a bad mood, you're angry. Stop being angry. When I read, anger is the punishment you inflict on yourself for something somebody else did. (laughs) If we, we got to try the spirits to see if they be of God. Now that didn't, That's not just referring to ideas and thoughts about doctrine or religion, but about everything. A lot of people, they, you know, they, they, oh, I can't think of words tonight. They just relegate this to the religion, like doctrine, what we believe and, and how we do church and all of that, you know. They taught this, all that we're talking about, they relegate it just to that. <clears throat> but it's not just to that. It's to our everyday, moment by moment, life and interaction with one another. That's where it belongs. That's where we apply it. <clears throat> no Spirit of God would ever lead us away from righteousness. No Spirit of God would ever question God's truths and plant seeds of doubt in our minds. You young people, listen to me. you're not smarter you're not wiser you're not more enlightened because you question established truths that have been forever and standards of right and wrong you're a fool (coughs) it's the devil that is putting that into your mind (coughs) and if you desire truth you'll find truth And you'll seek truth. And you'll seek to believe truth. 
instead of seeking to reject everything. That's why I keep hammering on this critical thinking because that's what it does. It teaches you to not believe anything. So it just carries right over into this right here. Why? Show me why. Who said? (coughs) No Spirit of God would ever bully us or seduce us or lie to us. No Spirit of God would ever contradict God and His Word. And the verse right after this statement speaks about uh, overcoming them. First John 4, 4, You're of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. <clears throat> I just got a little bit more here. Now to run out. <laughs> now the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God in a child of God is stronger than all the evil spirits that are working to bully and deceive and lure us into a snare. That's why we should walk after the Spirit. <clears throat> That's with a capital S. After the Spirit of God, being led by the Spirit gives us protection from all of this. If we're really being led by the Spirit, if we're walking after the Spirit, walking in the Spirit instead of in the flesh, then we think right. The Spirit of God alerts us when we're hearing these things that are contrary to truth. I know that it's a fact. Because I've been living this way for too long. You know, I hear these people say, you know, they went out and got drunk or they took some dope or something and then they realized that they'd done backslid and did wrong. No, no, don't you tell me that. I ain't believing a word of that. The Spirit of God is before us. You don't just wake up and find yourself in sin and and then the Spirit of God convicted you. No, no, don't work that way. Don't work that way. You look that direction in the Spirit of God and if He lives in you, will check you right there. Yes. You look at it. You think about it and there's something in you that says, no, 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 no. That's right. Amen. <clears throat> you don't put the Spirit of God away and go do your thing. Mm-hmm. And then later feel bad about it and that's the Spirit of God convicting you. <coughs> no. To rule, we, we can overcome them because He lives in us. And He gives us spiritual discernment to turn away, to ignore, to rebuke, to refuse, to deny entry, to resist, to avoid all those voices and suggestions and deceitful thoughts that are floated across our mind. The Spirit of God does that for us. If He lives in us, He does. That's right. James 4 verse 7 Submit yourselves therefore to God Resist the devil and he will flee from you To rule our own spirit also means that we keep ourselves from being drawn toward evil by other people who do not rule their spirits Do you rule your spirit? Or can you only do it when you're alone? And nobody's around you. Do you lose control of it when you get around other people and you just get all caught up in their conversation and whatever they're talking about and thinking about? And Are you easily led away? Then you're not ruling over your own spirit. Ain't nothing to it if you're by yourself. There's something to it if 
if you can rule your own spirit and not be brought under peer pressure. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just different. I don't know. But when I got saved, I absolutely did not care what wicked people thought about what I was doing and how I was living my life. And their criticism only encouraged me to walk closer to God. They didn't entice me anymore. I was not tempted anymore to go join them. I didn't miss and long for the things that I used to do with them. I didn't. Didn't want no more of it. Well, there was something in me different than there was before. My desires were changed like we talked about last week, see? <clears throat> the spirit, the person who rules his own spirit does not let run, the runaway emotions and foolish ideas of others who are being influenced by devils affect his spirit. How much can you take from the, of the influence of other people without being pulled off the track yourself? How much? How, how much can you stand? How easily are you turned by some kook or some uh, off-the-wall person with their crazy doctrines and ideas? Man, I'm the world's went nuts on us here. <laughs> There's a bunch of people think the earth is flat. And they're defending it, boy. I'm going to tell you. How much of that nonsense can you listen to before you believe? I saw a news headline today and said the Pentagon had announced that there was a mothership, could be a mothership, alien mothership in the solar system, you know, sending UFOs down here to check us out, just like we do the other planets. Well... <clears throat> you better get a hold of something real here. <laughs> oh my, do you know the end times are going to be marked by deceit and lies. You better learn how to discern. You better have some spiritual discernment. You don't let the foolish ideas of others who are being influenced by devils affect your spirit. He keeps his spirit focused on the Word of God and on truth, and that, that is solid as a rock and never changes. And his ship sails on steady while others are rocking and sinking. And he's able to do this by the grace of God and by walking after the Spirit and not after the flesh. I never feel like I put it across as sufficiently and as urgently as it needs to be. We're living in perilous, perilous times when the truth is evil spoken of, when truth has fallen in the street and judgment's turned around backwards and the whole world around us has went crazy and believing in a lie and everything's a lie and nothing is true anymore and no videos, no pictures, nothing is real anymore. Yeah. And it's all a lie. And we better we better be ruling our own spirit. And the only way we can do that is having the Spirit of God in us 
to help us, guide us, comfort us, protect us, guide us into all truth, not into lies. Anything else is going to take you into lies. Google, the internet, everything else, everybody else. Right here's the truth. Sanctify them through that truth. Thy word is truth. It's the only safe place you can be. It's the only place you're going to keep your mind. You're going to lose it otherwise in this world. I look ahead, try to. Uh, I can't look ahead in this world if if Jesus don't come soon. Without it, really, it just. Um, um, uh, what is going to happen to all of the young people, all these children? What's going to happen to them with all these lies, with all of this influence and this evil spiritual atmosphere that we live in? What is going to happen to them? And it's preaching, preaching, hollering, screaming, say, we got to wake up and start living this every day. We got to live in this realm of realizing that it's spiritual powers that are fighting against us. And, and man, they're just about to overwhelm us. So you better wake up. We all better. Yes, better realize what's going on. We're living in days like Noah lived in. Can you imagine? The world was absolutely filled with violence through them. He lived in that kind of world. We're not for what the 120 years that he was building the ark, I guess, whatever. It was that long before he started till the flood came. I don't believe it took him that long to build the ark. I don't believe God held it off until God and Noah fooled around for 120 years building an ark. I think Noah moved with fear, built that ark. And then he waited. In that kind of atmosphere. And so, that's where we're at. Jesus said, when, I, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? When he said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be. I wonder if if he meant, you know, what did he mean? How many were saved in Noah's day? Just eight people. So you think it just eight people going to be saved? Well, I don't think that, but I think it's going to be fewer than everybody thinks. Because everybody's faking it. Everybody's trying to fake it till they make it. They're trying to float along and go to church and act spiritual while the devil's just uh, got them on a string like a yo-yo. Obviously. Same fighting, same hatefulness, same spirit, same discontent, same stubbornness about everything. Uh, no, it ought to be different when you're a Christian. The fruit of the Spirit, yeah, well, alright, I gotta quit. Gotta quit. Getting too long. Think about it, think about it, think about it. This is basic, basic things. Father, thank you for the truth. Pray you'd make it clear to us all. Not just right this moment, but when we walk out of here and we get up in the morning and we go to work and the things we do and the people we meet to help us, Lord. The thoughts that we think through the day. The 
the moods we allow ourselves to be in, the attitudes we allow ourselves to have toward others. Help us, oh Lord, to resist the devil and stop being so easy for him to just wallow around like he does. Surely we can do better than what we've done. Help us, Lord, I pray. Go with us now. Help these folks that are sick tonight and and in these situations. Please help them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.